Salutations and shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of your new travel favorite. That's important. Favorite travel podcast, travel and shit. My name is D. Carrie. And considering that I welcomed you to the show, guess what? I'm your host. <laughs> so travel and shit is an experiential conversation about travel. Um, less of the where I went and mm-hmm. what I did, but more of the um, what I experienced and right. what I got out of my traveling abroad. Right. And this week, I, if you haven't noticed already, shame on you because basic, you know, comprehension, listening, you know, listen, this is, an <laughs> order, this is a podcast. Oh, my God. Audio is important. <laughs> you know, I'd hope that you're listening. I have a guest. Yes. And I am a fan of letting guests. Um, oh wait, I forgot that's gonna be a thing. Yes, we do. I fucked it up already. Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. It's all good. We just Boom. gonna do what we gotta do. That's right. Let's just do this. I'm I'm that auntie. I'm that auntie friend that like <laughs> I just throw money at the problem. Let the babies do the thing. I right. sent the I sent the request. Yes, I got it. Yes. So let's trying do to figure that. out live on the Instagram, y'all. She's trying to figure it out, y'all. She, um, I'm trying to figure it out too. And boom, it's lit. Let's go. There we go. Hi, hello. So I have, I have some people tuning. Video too. So I have my student, my student Megan. I have my student. Yeah, we gotta turn it down. Oh, you know what I learned? Let me get my, my AirPods. Oh, so let me do this for now. So I have, um, oh, I have my student Megan. Hi, Megan. I have my student Alicia. I have my cousin Michelle. I have my boy Keston. I have Doobie in the building. Oh, wait, so we saying hi. Introduce yourself. I forgot that part. Okay. So, hey, how you doing? It's your girl Jasmine Noir. Jasmine Noir is French for black, so it's Jasmine Black. Yes, it is. That's not my real name, but I love the name. I put it together, and ever since then, it's just been rolling with me it's your thing it's my thing jasmine noir is my thing so So, jasmine noir yes jasmine noir what else is your thing what do the people know you for what do the people love you for i think people know me well not i think i know people know me (laughs) most for my dancing so uh dance is my drug when people see me the first thing they say is oh dance is your drug here comes jasmine we know dance is her drug (laughs) i had the word dance tattooed on my lower back so you know I sent it again. That's what people know me for. That's what people know me for. So it should be, it's, oh, okay, let me try it again. With the French toast. Oh, let's try it again. So that's what people usually know me for. So um, it would be dancing for sure. Just that for sure. So I figured that I had it together. Apparently. Mm-hmm. I don't. Let me see. It's all good. Let's just keep going. There we go. You got it? Good job. Because I don't want the the reverb to exactly the audio exactly quality exactly. You know what I mean? I try to do right by the people. <laughs> um, so, Megan, did you do your homework? She's about tell them, girl. Megan, you that homework better be done. I know that. See, she on them. Baby. I'm on. I'm on Hi, my Megan. Students. Do your homework. Do your homework, Megan. Get it done. Alicia, you too. Do your homework. Alicia, ladies. Do your homework, ladies. Keeping you together. That's right. Those are my <laughs> girls. So, when did you start dancing? I started dancing when I was three. So, mm-hmm. um, did my, you start at MCD? I did not start at MCD. I started at Gloria Jackson. Okay. So what happened was We're my Queens mother girls, told yeah. me, yes, we are Queens girls. My mother told me, okay, so what did she tell me? 
I don't remember, but she was teaching her dance class because my mother also dances and trains. And she went to the bathroom and left her class, I guess, to do a stretch. My mother said she came back in the room and saw me in front of the room stretching Ew. the class. I don't remember this, but that's what she said. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, I came back in the room and you're stretching the class. You put your, I had a doll baby. Her name was Ebony. She said, you put your doll baby Ebony down and got up there and just started stretching the class. And I'm just like, what? And I guess ever since then my dad can dance you know so she was just like I'm gonna put her in dancing school I couldn't sit down I have right. AD, I have ADHD mm-hmm. so I, I can't sit still like I'm always you know Moving, on the move right. so just my mom natural. just decided to just put me in dance and I've been dancing honestly ever since I never put my dance shoes down even when I was injured I've been injured three times and I still yikes no I, I injured my knee at an audition that I made I made Ooh. the audition oh. and I twisted my knee Humble at flat. the audition okay. <laughs> that I made and thank god the project was not four months later so I had time to okay. heal but okay. I was like how did I injure myself and I made it are you kidding me? Look at it God. It was crazy. Look at God. God is amazing. All the time, God is good. Oh, okay. Keston said we sound good. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you, Kess. Appreciate that. So, through dance, dance being your drug, what type of doors has it opened for you? Oh what kind God. of opportunities has it given you? Because we're jumping to the point here. like um, <laughs> Catching that chance. Well, let's just go straight into catching flights. Um, well, I mean, I have been traveling since I was a little girl because mm-hmm. my mom taught me at a very young age, you got to start leaving the country. When your family is of Caribbean descent or African descent or any type of descent, when you're not American especially, your parents teach you to travel. Okay. So my grandparents were never in the country. My grandparents were always traveling. My mom was always traveling. So I remember, you know, and then my stepfather was from Jamaica. Okay. So my mom was always in Jamaica. So um, I I started traveling when I want to say about eight. Mm-hmm. I got I got on the plane and went now, to my first country. Were you going to see family that lived over sometimes? Overseas? Sometimes it was vacation. Okay. You know, ex, ex, you know, adventures. You know, exploring things mm-hmm. like that. And the, you would do like family trips and stuff. Family like that? trips, yes, family trips and things like that. When I was younger, when I got older, right. then it was you know friends or it was work related. That's one thing that I gotta say. I don't think I've ever discussed it before. So thank you for bringing it up. When I was younger, we never traveled. Right. Like, we didn't go anywhere. Right. Except with my grandparents. Right. So my grandparents have, I don't think they have it anymore, but they had a timeshare mm-hmm. in Jersey. Okay. On the Jersey Shore in um, Brigantine. It's like this little island, maybe 30 minutes or so from Atlantic City. Okay. And... When I tell you I used to love going there because the room, you could see the beach from the room. Uh-huh. And as a kid, it was just like, okay, so pool of the beach. Where we going? Because we getting in somebody water. Yes, I right. love the water. I as love adult, the water. I hate, the, I hate pools. I love beaches. Same. I'm I a just, beach girl. I'm more into natural germs than people germs. Ugh, I don't care if it's chlorine. They say, oh, chlorine cleans it's, it. No, it's like just swimming it in bleach. It doesn't matter. If you I'm ask me, that shit yeah. is gross. I love, people I pee love in, the I beach. I mean, I understand people pee in the ocean. Yeah, but it's a vast ocean. It's not contained and it's not sitting and festering. I love space. I love the fact that you you stay over there. I can be over here. Yeah. I love and it moves. It does beach. stuff. Like waves, catching and riding waves. That's not, I went surfing the last mm-hmm. trip I went on. When I tell you, it just feels good just to sit on a surfboard 
in the and ocean. Just chill out. Just, just sit there and do nothing. To the waves. Like Hell yeah. it's amazing. Like I love the beach. Like some people are like, oh, I don't like the beach. A I sand everywhere. That's why like, there's fountains over there. Just stop shining. It's it's just sand. You'll be and okay. It's a natural exfoliator. Yeah. You're gonna be wild exactly. Off this. Like, brackish. Wild. Brackish water so is the best water for your skin. I tell people all the time. Do you notice when you go away to any type of tropical island and you come back, your skin look better? It's yeah. because of the brackish water. So and also I'll say because the la- I also was I won't say sick, but I was like you know how you feel it. And three days after Theraflu, like I still felt it. Right. So I will say, huh, pat self on back. Like I got on the shit as soon as I felt it because I knew I was getting on a plane and Correct. I have flown with an ear uh, ear infection before and I that's not fun. only reserve that pain for people I really really don't fuck with. Correct. So yeah, it's it it was terrible and I never want to experience that again. So I was definitely trying to. Um, cut that so that it didn't happen but i was still kind of sick when i got out there mm-hmm. and as soon as i hit the beach next day like you i just felt better right at right, the right. Beach. Exactly, exactly a couple hours later you back in the um the airbnb and it still was just like oh, okay like now ooh, the day's catching up with me. right just pushing right. it but then it's like two days later and it's just like oh i was never sick now it could just be because whatever cold it was passed on but i'd like to think that it was because of the beach the sun the sand, the ocean. Photosynthesis. You know, and it's funny because I'm going to say this, and it's funny that Keston's watching my live right now because I said the other day, photosynthesis is very important. And he went, What did you say? And I'm like, What did I say that was wrong? And he was just like, I just never hear nobody say that because, you know, I'm like, I love the sun. I'm like, Can mm-hmm. you, can I stand in the sun? Can I stand by the window? Can I be in the sun? Because, you know, photosynthesis is obviously energy transferred to plants. Right. But, we are living plants are living so it's we're we it's photosynthesis as far as i'm concerned so Mm -hmm. i'm like i love the sun for some reason the sun just makes my spirit feel better that's why i'm a summer baby there's so much more see i'm a winter baby but i I still love the sun i love warm i love nature Mm -hmm. so when i travel the first thing i'm looking up is the i'm like they got beaches do they have any tropical areas do they have palm trees Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. Right. You know, I mean, I've been to other countries where they didn't have it. Like, I've right. been to Germany. Germany didn't have none of that shit. Excuse- oh, can I curse? Absolutely can I curse? Yeah. Okay. Germ- Germany didn't have none of that shit, but um, it was a breath of fresh air. Okay. The air was was very refreshing and very it was very cold but it was very refreshing so in germany i feel like it cleared my sinuses really like, i was just like stuffy and then i breathed the german air and i was just like it was just very i can't because i was it. gonna say i've heard good things about germany like it was one of those things i'm yeah. pretty sure it was a black blogger or traveler mm-hmm. or something and like germany was never really on my List of places of to go visit. Right, right, right. Who wants to go to Frankfurt or Munich? No, I'm yeah, just no, kidding. Like, now, mind you, it was just like, all right, yeah, okay, sure. A whole bunch of white people. More white Europeans. Uh, uh, I'm good. Right. But then I was listening. I, I, th- I don't know if it was YouTube or if it was a blog or Instagram. I don't know where the fuck the information was, but I found it. And I'm reading and I'm like, this sounds like a really incredible experience. Yeah. So it kind of just opened me up a little bit more to looking into, you know, a couple of 
more so Eastern European. I'm excited to try the stands and yeah, the exactly. and the exactly. catcher stands and whatever. Exactly. Like the shit that niggas be having a hard time pronouncing. Exactly. I would love to go visit those places. You, you get different experiences. I know for me, I used to live in London. Mm-hmm. So, and it's crazy because dance got me to live in England. And, um, when people ask me, how did you like London? I said, I, why am I still in America? Mm-hmm. I want to go back. You know, this the discipline and everything was different. Um, but what I loved the most about England was everything was tight and on time. Mm. But things like, I feel like sometimes in America, we're lackadaisical and we're Absolutely. lazy. And the eating is so unhealthy. I feel like in England, we ate so much better. Because the food... English food is not my favorite food, but you learn to be a, a cook. You learn to be like, all right, I got to cook. You know, okay. so I cooked a lot when I lived in London and um, I just really loved living there. I really loved just the atmosphere, the energy, mm-hmm. the cultural aspect of it. Everybody just coming together. It was just a beautiful vibe for me, it's, especially in London. I guess it depends on what parts of England you're of from. Course. I was in London. So I lived in Notting Hill, which is actually where Carnival is. Carnival oh, nice. season. And it's like borderline Notting Hill, Westbourne Park area so i lived in a very good area so i had jerk cut over there mm-hmm. you know all the but back when i used to eat meat i was getting jerk chicken curry chicken all the time because it was of access to me right or i was like making it so um i loved living in london i mm-hmm. loved love love living in london i love that the school that i was at in london because i was going to ask you what brought you there yeah yeah so the school i was at in london actually um there's a train station right across the street from the school I went to in London. That train takes you to Paris, France. Okay. So one day after school, I was just like, okay, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to catch the so-and-so train. It's a two and a half hour ride. And I ended up in Paris. Mm-hmm. I ended up in France. And um, I was like, oh, well, that was easy. It's like taking the railroad, going from Ron Concoma to, to, to Penn Station. Like, that's how it felt. I was just like, I'm here. It was that simple. Mm-hmm. And, oh, the my my Parisian story. Go for it. Okay. So that story, first of all, if you're going to go to France, anyone who's listening, do not go after Halloween Ooh. and before Easter because it is cold. Okay. It is freezing. Oh I God. was so cold. So that was number one. It was freezing. Then my phone died. As soon as I got off the train, I was at Paris Nord. Nord stands for North. I my phone died. It was freezing. No one speaks English. I speak very little French. Very little. They don't want to speak English. Like if you speak English to them, they're like, oh, oh, we. I'm like, oh yeah. They do not. They do not like speaking English. They Mm -hmm. can't stand it. So my phone died. I had to use the bathroom. I was freezing cold. And because my phone died, I couldn't find my hotel. So I walked around for maybe two hours around France. Talk about niggas in Paris. I walked around for two hours like... You can't even enjoy yourself I was because like, oh, you're shit. uncomfortable. Right. I was like, well, I have to pee. No one speaks English. I don't know where I'm going. My phone is dead. I'm going to just walk around and just figure this shit the fuck out, which I did. And then I ran into a guy named David. David. David who was like, you should just come stay at my hotel for free and let me take you out. And I was like, I 
No, I've seen Taken. I don't yeah, know. good on that, bro. I'm good on that. I've seen Taken, and the guy was French, and his name was Peter, and you look like Peter, yeah. and I'm good. No, 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 no I'm going to just good. use the bathroom at your hotel, and I'm going to leave because you sound crazy. So I charged my phone, and my hotel was right around the corner. I was like, I went through all this shit. So that was the first story. Then I tried to go to the Eiffel Tower. There's an area in France. Have you been to France? No. Have you well, been to Paris? I've been to France, but I was, I want to say more, my assumption is going to be Southern right. only because I was in Barcelona. Right. No, not Barcelona. I was supposed to be, that's where I learned really pay attention to where your booking is. Right. Because you can really fuck yourself over and end up like just right. being forever away. Exactly. So I was staying in like Lagagria, which is like an hour outside of Barcelona. Right, right, right. I did like a three country like um uh what do you call it? Like bus tour. Like a you know like a day tour you do like the twelve hour tour. Correct, correct, correct. So I did that and we did northern Spain, we did Andorra and we did France, but we only did the one town called Olitherms. Mm-hmm. And it's just like these hot natural hot springs. It's a beautiful town. It's right in the middle of the uh what do you call it? the Pyrenees Mountains and right, shit. So right. snow capped mountains. And then the weather was probably comparable to what it is right now. So it was probably fifties, high forties, uh, you know okay. what I mean? I like mean, you layer your shit up, put on a denim yeah. jacket. But then you're up in the mountains. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, oh, that breeze is that hitting. That breeze is hitting, yeah. But then when you're looking at such beautiful scenery, you're like, all right, I'll suck it up because exactly. this is so pretty. Let me get this good picture in. Let me get the experience. Exactly. Soak it in. Exactly. But when I tell you the food was trash. Oh, my God. The food really? was trash, trash. I hated the food in France. Really? Hated it. it that's, it's crazy because when I was in France... I tried escargot and I liked it. I love escargot. I lo- girl, girl. Fucking thank you. Love I thought I was the only one when I, I so put good. it on my Instagram too. I was like, "All right, guys, I'm about to try escargot." And people are like, "You're vegetarian, so is no, that well, considered it's, it's an animal? It's not okay. They seafood, consider it seafood. So you can eat, eat it as a pescatarian. But when I was in France, I was still eating meat. Okay. So I was the like, best escargot I've ever had though was in uh, Bermuda. Really? When that was Bermuda? the first time I had it. Also, it will. For until I have better, of course, it had it so good. And it was the first time I had it. So I made like this whole big to do about it. And I ordered, I ordered room service actually. And they sent it with a pizza because you had to order pizza for some reason. And the pizza was trash because it's not American pizza. And it's not They New probably York. knew that that shit was trash. That's why it's they told you. Right. Exactly. Anyway, I, yeah. So heads up. Don't order pizza out of the country because it's going to be trash. But yeah, it depends. It depends. I've had good pizza in certain oh, countries. Oh, and it, I had good it, pizza I mean, in well, Rome. Italy, obviously, in Rome. And, and I, I lived yeah. on pizza I, in Rome. When I went to Rome, that's the first thing I did. I was like, I'm going to get... No, not Rome. I was in Gaeta. I went to Naples. Okay. The plane landed in Naples, and my friend lived in Gaeta, which is about 40 minutes away. Okay. Um, the first thing I did was get pizza. Then I had to try the spaghetti. Then I had to try the lasagna. Then I had to try gelato. I was Ooh, like, the gelato was so I good. I was like, what? And then I went to Rome. Oh, no, wait. You know where I had really good gelato? What country? Um, not Amsterdam. Austria. Was it really? Austria? Yes. 
It was so good. Really? It was so in good. Austria? I love that's what I was that's what I said. That's interesting. That's because I had a really quick stay. It was like a, a full day in Austria, or was it like sixteen hours? But it was like a good sixteen hours. Right. Like I get in at like six AM mm-hmm. and then like I leave nope, I had I got in at six AM and probably it had like twenty four and then I left like the next day because I know I did have overnight at the hostel. Right. But after I got in, I dropped on my shit. And I walked around and there was a gelato sh- little shop like right. right by the hostel. And so I, that shit was so good. It was so good. good. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. I don't sing, y'all. So good. I don't sing. So good. But what so was the... Um, oh, so we started with... Um, I was saying as kids, we never did vacations. And we had that one time, like that one week out of the summer, we would go with my grandparents to the beach. They had... Um, like a trailer? Yeah. And food. That's what it's called? Like a, a trailer of food? Like just oh, a... Mm-mm, no. Oh, 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 like okay. A, like a double wide, like an RV trailer. Oh, RV but trailer. Was, oh, okay, got what it. What was so strange about it, it's like... I'm thinking about think food. You um, <laughs> like think like a trailer park, but right. it was like a trailer park. Like, I don't know how the fuck they came across this thing. What? But it was an actual RV, but it was stationary. So the shit just... That on the property, right? And there were a bunch of other trailers in the property. It was in Chincoteague, Virginia. Okay, okay, And okay, so okay. it's like a vacation area, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a bunch of people just own, like, trailers out there. Now, I don't know if people live out there full-time or not, but we will go out there for a week. And I remember it because, like, as a kid, it was exciting for me because my grandparents, like, never made us, like... I'm telling myself when I was, like, seven. But they never made us, like, go take a shower. Like, I could stay in my pajamas what? for, like, the three French days toast? straight. I could stay in my pajamas for, like, three days straight. And it was just like, okay, well, go wash your face, brush your teeth, and put your pajamas yeah. back on. Put on another pair of pajamas. Well, I mean, I mean. Ugh. As a seven-year-old, a I'm seven- like, fuck yeah, this is great. I'm yeah. sitting here just reading my books. puberty, you like, oh, yeah, nah, totally story. I need a shower. But as a seven-year-old, you're just like, I'm sitting here reading Matilda. Yeah, I don't care. I don't right, want to do right, anything else but read my book. I didn't want to play outside. I didn't want to go anywhere. I just want, I was a book kid. Like, I just mm-hmm. would sit and read books. Understood, understood. So right. I'm just like, oh, and no one's bothering me? <laughs> what? Let, I'll go with Nana and Pop. We going, right. we going to Chicken Tea? We going to the tra- Sign me up. I'll go. And that was it. Those were my vacations. Those were our family vacations. So I will say, if I do fuck up and have kids, I would not abso- fuck up and yeah, have kids. Bro. She did not just say, if I do fuck up and have kids, y'all. Stop it. If I uh, fuck up and have kids, your child's going to see this exact, this exact show. Let and them be like, see it. Really, really, Let mom? Let them know where a nigga heart was. I love my people, but, you know... I don't know about more like from like I don't know about me. No, I want right. more people. Let me not fucking conflate that. I would love for you the just world don't to ever be black. I just don't know. I want to be responsible. Yeah. For yeah. That. I want I want kids. Um I teach so many students and sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I want kids." And then I'm like, Oh, I can wait. I just want to give you back to your mom right now. I don't babysit my cousins. I don't babysit my friends' kids. Uh, God bless my friends for knowing that I'm not that auntie. Like, like the no, last time Dana, I watched. Auntie Dana's not watching you. No, she's not. Wait, rolling that back, rolling that back. Because I remember when I was in Kentucky, I had my pseudo goddaughter with me so that my best friend could go get her um, nails done because she was graduating. 
and um, baby girl is, I think she's nine. And we we were at that bounce house thing, and I was on it. You know what I mean? You watching the baby, make sure you know, I right, don't go disappearing, bouncing on a trampoline, just swinging, then I never see you again. You get lost yeah, in the phone exactly. kind of thing. So I, I'm responsible, but it's just like I don't want to be responsible. And sure enough, you just don't want to. Thirty which minutes, is, which is understandable. Before that shit was done, she got hurt. Oh my god! So it was now. It was like a very like it wasn't anything. She just landed on her ankle wrong, but it was like okay. <laughs> adult mode like ah okay react what do i what do, do i do uh, 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 yeah. hug. <laughs> okay come get a hug so it's like it's this the, the big trampoline thing so i'm like i gotta go get her because i'm like well first can you come to me right no, exactly all right so you gotta adult the situation yes you do so you go out and now i'm like well i can't carry you because she can't walk so i can't like help her it's a trampoline so i'm all right, baby girl, get on my back. So it's just like I put her on my back, and now I'm crawling with her crying on my back. And, just, and then I know better than to call hysterically and be like, oh, she got hurt. No, I said, hey, girl. Yeah, you can't do that. First of all, Jay's laughing. She's fine. She's okay. But we had a little, you know, snafu. Just landed and wrong. But she's fine. She's fine. You know, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. She's in one piece. Speaking of. So, yeah, that was the last time I watched a kid. And, and you just went, now this is not for me. Speaking of children, my experience in China. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I went to China to, was it to a year and a half ago, 2018, for dancing. Mm-hmm. And I was a part of the CBA, which was started by Yao Ming from the NBA. Okay. So, it's like the China Basketball oh, right, Association. Oh, right, 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 yes, right, right. China Basketball Association. So, I remember I was one of the uh, dancers. I actually was one of the choreographers for the um, halftime shows. And when we were on the sidelines, you know, cheering on the team, there's this Do you cheer Chinese... in English or in Chinese? We cheered in English. We cheered in English. Interesting. Well, not cheerily. We just danced. We didn't do the rah-rah, boom bop. We didn't do okay. none of that. We just straight danced. But um, what was funny was there was... I remember there was one specific game. There was a little Chinese girl who came next to us and literally every time we would like do something, she was doing it with oh, us. The she was moving with us and she was like, I, I like, I like hair. I, I, you know, cause you know, one thing about Asians, especially in China, Jap- Japan, and they, they, they're more accustomed to black people. Chinese okay. people are not. They okay. look at you like that was the most I've ever been in Shanghai. That was, was yeah. I in Shanghai? No, where the fuck was I? Period. I was in Shanghai. Period. When I tell you, like, period. They it's one thing where you have, you like, like, you're used to, like, guys looking at you on the street and you just don't pay them no mind. But, like, people in general. My nigga was, on, like, riding his bike. I'm like, yo, papa, like, fucking poles. Like, watch where you're going. Like, just, just like, like, black people and then this thing. The and hair. they watch you walk past. And I'm like, oh, it's the hair. It's a little the body. It's the butt. It's people like, well, like, um, and then because we were there for a purpose, people already had our pictures plastered on mm. hotels and flyers. So when we got off tour buses, people were literally, it was like paparazzi every single game. Interesting. We were getting off the bus every single game. People, oh, autograph, oh, autograph, picture, picture. Oh, I want picture. Oh, I like hair. Can I touch? Can I touch? Like, it was crazy. I was just Big like. Big ups to the few that asked, because I'm certain there were some that just went for it. So many. I mean, I was like, this must be how Michael Jackson, Beyonce, all the greats must feel like getting off the bus and just having cameras snap that you being on everybody's. And you just have to, the coach you told us. play into it. When you get off the bus, just wave. And we were like. 
we get off the bus and they're just, we're just waving. Sometimes they give you flowers. Like there was a couple of wow. times where we had to do a mall appearance in China. It was a brand new mall, huge mall in China that they just opened. And we got off the bus and they had flowers for us. And we just so like waving and just, you know, making an appearance, just standing there, just looking pretty. And what an experience. The, I mean, so cool. I felt so important and I felt like, I felt so important. I got to shop for free when we didn't I have games. Hot yeah, when we didn't have games, the um, like the the CEO of the company would give mm -hmm. us like two hundred yen, mm -hmm. two hundred yen in, in in American dollars. That's like maybe six hundred dollars or something okay, like shit. that. So get two hundred American ass dollars. I'll take your bread. Two hundred yen, and we would just go shopping. We just went shopping. I bought like Balenciaga mm -hmm. out there. I bought Gucci out there, and it was a lot of it was real, you know. Um, mm -hmm. and then people who lived in China that played on a team who told us the stores to go to that were like, "This is no, this is real. Go to this store." Got because it. They had some of the knockoff shit. But mm -hmm. it was, I mean, I felt so important. I felt famous. I got food for free. I got to eat, for, eat, dance, sleep, and party for free for a month in China and go to different parts of China. You want to talk about spoiled? I was like, if this is oh, my wow. life every day. Wow. And the basketball team, they were so spoiled. Oh, oh I don't like the way this food was made. Can y'all make this pizza over? Like, I remember one time the basketball team got angry because they didn't like how that pizza was made. They made the chef do it over because they were like, we have a game and we have to eat right. And we, have, I'm like, this is, now I understand why these motherfuckers are spoiled in this industry because when you are accustomed to getting Damn. everything your way, everything our way, everything went our way that whole trip. It was like, who? What are you going to tell me? I now, would you want to live like that? I'm. A, I would be lying if I said no. Yes, I do. However, if I want to grow and evolve, I cannot live like yeah, that. Yeah, because I was thinking like, hmm, to be that spoiled. I, I love would it. love for more things to go my way in Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Me too. I don't know that I would necessarily want that to be like my permanent life. I, yeah, I have I to feel work. like it'd be so different from what I already know. Mm -hmm. And I've already spent so much time doing it this way. Yeah. So nah. something that drastically different, I don't know how I would... Yeah, and I don't know. Mm, yeah, I'm. I'm a, I mean, I'm a bit spoiled now. Like I was saying before, the cameras were on. I I could be a bit of a baby, so um, I have my spoiled tendencies. However, See, I don't like to call it spoiled though. I like to say it well loved or well appreciated. Well, because, well taken care of. Yeah, you know, like my dad's spoils the shit. I mean, I'm daddy's girl. You know what I mean? Like I was saying with my coworkers today. Like my dad still can't tell me no. Like I can probably count my dad by yeah. like and remember my, the my, times my parents, that my yeah. dad has told me no no and it'll always be generally for a reasonable reason you know i mean like i get it it makes sense do i like it no however i don't know if i would want that to like yeah, transfer into them. all aspects yeah, damn can't. that's so weird it's it's hard because the thing is the thing is it's crazy I because i like love <laughs> i love um i love my people um no the thing is i like that everything went my way i like that we got spoiled unfortunately because it was eight girls on the trip all eight girls got spoiled mm -hmm. when you had eight spoiled girls on a trip mm. so it was good that it was like for a temporary thing considering you had to 
share the experience with other people. Yeah, because to do that, to be that way by myself, he's the thing with being spoiled. And I've been around people more spoiled than me. And I've told them, you're a selfish bitch and mm-hmm. you everything is not about you. But when you're accustomed to everything being about you, being about you, being about you, in the real world, that's just not what it is. You're going to get a job. You got to do what the fuck you got to do. You got to do what but the fuck you know you what's told. interesting, though? I think that for some people, that is their real world. And that's where the difference is. Correct. Because we still have, even though we're well-loved. Yes, and well we're well-taken. Yeah, we're well. Queens girls, people always say Queens girls are spoiled. We oh, are. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm fine with I, that. I'll take it. Feel Queens, how you want about it. Queens girls, it. Are, Queens girls are a little more, out of all the boroughs, Queens girls probably are the most spoiled. Whatever. Okay. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Me too. But I feel like I still work for my shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean i feel like my dad is so willing to acquiesce to just about anything i ask for because he knows i'm not going to ask him for some shit that ridiculous. is ridiculous now granted let's not get carried away i do be getting a little extra like oh daddy could have no plate of food oh can you make this for me oh well oh, can i have a drink oh can you go pour me oh well you know um so yeah like shit like that but it's just like i'm not asking he don't pay my bills you know what i mean like he doesn't um uh, drive to now. If something did happen, he would drive to of Florida to pick go me above up. and beyond. Of yeah. course, but I mean, like, it's not something stupid. Like, oh, I don't have any money to get my nails done. Can you get my nails done? Oh, I don't have any gas money. Oh, it's not something it's not stupid. Something like it's that. like, oh, so you like, I'm cooking dinner. Like, so you want pork chops instead of steak? Okay, baby girl. So we'll have pork chops. Yeah, I just appreciate. I appreciate hard work, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's why I said I could live like that, but. I would feel like, damn, nah, I gotta do something. Right. I gotta, I gotta work for something. I gotta do something because if everything is handed to me, in some, in some cases, sometimes when you're too spoiled, you become dependent. Right. Because you don't and know you how to do anything. Everyone by is supposed to everyone do it for you. Do everything for you. And God you don't forbid know how to something goes left. Exactly. You're lost. You don't know like how to you, do anything by yourself. God forbid the person who spoils you dies tomorrow. How are you gonna survive? Right. So when I lived in China. I was very spoiled in China. But, but you're also, I also working worked, for that shit. I was though. also working for that shit. I danced my ass off. We danced. We worked hard. We was tired. Every t- chance I was able to take a nap, I was like, because the jet lag, the difference is right mm-hmm. now, it's 8 16 in the morning there. Got it. So the difference was real. Like when we first got there, it's like, what is that, 16 hours, 12 hours, or something like that? Oh, it's a whole 24 a, hours. It's a whole 24 hours. And the flight was about 17 hours. So mm-hmm. I was on that plane for a minute and just, oh. The jet lag was real. I was like, Jesus, I thought that going to London, I thought going to Europe was a long plane oh, ride. Oh, no, no, no. But no, when no, I no. went to Asia, mm-hmm. I was like, God help me when I go to Australia, because I'm going to Australia. That's going to be the next stamp on my passport pretty soon. But, mm-hmm. whoo, that plane ride is 24 hours. And see, I prefer long, I don't know about 24 hours, but I actually it's like 20, longer. Right? Oh, I don't know. I did my layover in, um, where the See, that's the well, you thing went to I Australia, right? No, I haven't been to Australia. That's on my okay. medium length list. I okay, have a short, it. medium, and long list. Okay, cool. That's on the medium list because that shit's a grip. Like Australia is bread, bread to get out there, and I ain't got it. So lies. Uh, the common, it's Commonwealth. The, the Commonwealth countries are always going to be expensive. Even going to Canada and it's right up there. It's expensive. It's right there because it's Commonwealth. Ooh, a travel hack to get to Canada. Fly someplace cheaper and go from there. Buffalo. So I went to Seattle. Because when I was looking for my trips, everything had a connecting flight in Seattle. Everything had a layover in Seattle. Okay, cool. So what I did was I used my, I want to say JetBlue points to get me a one-way ticket to Seattle. 
So I didn't even have to pay to go to Seattle. And then I think that my flight was maybe, it would have been less, but I was meeting my homegirl out there and she wanted to leave um, on Sunday night. Where's the camera? Look at the camera. I hope you watch Uh this. And she was episode two, episode three, traveling with friends that just went to shit. I love her dearly. We are still truly great friends. But she has to pay more. But yeah, because she wanted to leave on Sunday. Niggas had to work on Monday. She wanted to leave Sunday afternoon so that, so I ended up paying like $400 for like the ticket one way, but it was just like, it didn't make sense for me to pay less, leave earlier, but then I really would have fucked up her trip because then she would have had to take two, three hours dropping me to the airport and that would have cut the four hours out of her day. And so it was just like, you paid for everything else. Yeah. Like, cause she had already had the trip booked Exactly. Prior. Exactly. So it was. What's one going of on, girl? Hi, baby girl. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle's in the building. Michelle Michelle. Hey. Um, and so with that, it was just like, all right, so I can I could fall on my sword on that one. I could take that L. It's really not the huge thing. Cause she'd already paid for the hotel, mm-hmm. which I would never spend the money she spent. This bitch spent like eight hundred dollars. Right. And I'm just like, ooh. Mind you, we were in Banff. Banff is very expensive. Yes, so it is. There's that. But so that my, the long of the short is the long of the, the short story. travel <laughs> hack is fly someplace where you're seeing a lot of um, the layovers happening. Yeah. If you can pay for a trip that will get you to wherever that layover destination is, then it's much more um, cost effective for you because you could possibly use um, your points for it and you don't have to end up spending um, for the whole thing. But don't fly spirit. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I don't give a damn how cheap it is. I don't give a damn how good it is. I don't give a damn if it was $10. It is $10 that is not worth it. Spirit is the worst airline ever. This is how I feel about Spirit Airlines. Don't Where did you try to, where did you go? I went to Spirit. I flew Spirit twice. I flew Spirit to Miami one time for this one's birthday. And (laughs) for this one, I just walked in his birthday. And then I flew Spirit when I went to Los Angeles for the first time because I booked the gig. And it was like I had to hurry up and get out there. And Spirit was the only airline that had the flight for me to get to um, Los Angeles in time. So I was like, damn, I have to take Spirit. But that airline was just terrible. Why did you hate it? Because the food sucks. The seating sucks. It smells. It's like riding... It's like riding on a bus. I don't do the bus. It's I like riding on a bus. Public transportation in Brownsville. That's like that's like riding the bus in Brownsville at twelve o'clock at night. That's how I felt with that guy that's jerking off. With that guy at you, that's jerking off, coat. staring at you. And even though you move your chair, he moves along. And, and, with and you. it's in the smelly. It's the smelly people. I, I hated Spirit. I just one. I think leaving LA, I was supposed to fly Spirit back, and I said, um. I'm going to switch airlines. I switched to American Airlines. Oh, wow. Airlines. It was that bad. It's that, it was that bad that I didn't want to be bothered. I switched. And I said, I'll just fly out the next day because I'm not flying back home, Spirit. It, it was snowing in New York. So, you know, Spirit delays for every little thing. Oh, there's Ooh. a drop of rain. Delayed. Like, Spirit just is full of sh- No, no disrespect. I know try to take money out of no one's pockets. If you work for Spirit and you're on my live, I'm sorry. If you're on the live and you work for Spirit, I apologize. But that Y'all airline know. is ain't trash. Shit. Sorry, I'm I saying sorta. it. I said what I said. That airline is terrible. The one Whew. thing I will say about airlines like Spirit, because I've flown, um, I've never flown Spirit, 
because I've consistently heard those kind of stories. Oh my God. So I've always just been like, nah, I'm good. But also what's deterred me is that they make you pay for your check shit. Absolutely. Like they don't let you, you gotta do the carry on. No. And I'm just like, mm, you gotta pay for your carry on. What the and fuck? And carry ons is that I don't want to pay yeah. for anything. And then I always just smile and I'm extra nice to people. If I God forbid have to go to the kiosk, like to talk to somebody to Get check the kiosk, in, yeah. Don't wait, my shit, sis. We're not no. doing that. Don't no, do that. spirit just make you pay for every over. little thing. You want food, you have to pay for something to drink. Like, come on, man. What are you doing? So you pay you know for... No, who else? It's a cheap A flight. lot of places make you do that. It's an American air... Not American airline, the airline, but... You know, like airlines in the United States yeah. are very um, cheap. Yeah, they're very stingy with the giveaways abroad. Like when you fly, like um, they got meals ready for you. Bruh, got... Not just meals, like they giving away free liquor, everything. I'll be with the free. Like, oh, I so don't even drink. Heineken? I don't even yeah. like Heineken. Like, so I don't even, yeah, I say I don't even drink, but I tell people like, look, fly this airline because they offered me mad liquor and I didn't take it, so y'all could probably take it. Because mm-hmm. um, and what else? I mean, just. The food is better when you fly aboard. It's, oh, it'd be so. Have good. you ever flown first class? No. You have to fly first class. I think I, the I first, first time I ever first. flew in first class, I said I don't want to ride coach ever again. Are they just nicer to you? They're nicer. They treat you like you are somebody. <laughs> like you somebody. <laughs> you are somebody. You wanna go somewhere? You better wake up and pay attention. Hey. No, seriously. Good nostalgia. Sister act. Anyways, um, no, but first class, I loved it. I was just like, where did you go in first class? I was going to Atlanta and they said, would you like to upgrade to first class? I was like, actually, I have the money to do it. Let me do it. So I experienced it. I flew first class three times. That was the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was just, would you like something to drink? They came with a tray. Would you like something? Like, they bring everything to you. Would you like a pillow for your head? Would you like a back massage? And I'm like, like <laughs> I, I'm not. Like, my features? I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I'm dragging it with the back massage. <laughs> I think, depending on the airline, I might be dragging it with the back massage. But they treat, right, Michelle? They treat you right when you fly first class. You have all the room in the world to relax. I was like, I don't ever want to fly coach again. Shit. Ever again. I have never. I would love to. I just don't have first class funds. You have to do I it. I will happily walk through the TSA pre-check line feeling like a first class mm-hmm. bitch. And then sit in my economy ass seat and keep my shit yeah. quiet. Sometimes you gotta fly economy. with everybody and else. And then when I came back from London, I flew first class. I was Ooh, like, "That's a good one." I'm that's on this plane too damn long. I'm flying first class, and I had the time of my life. You get, to, I mean, there was just this whole bar setup situation in the front of the plane Ooh. that you couldn't even see if okay. you was in coach because they blocked it off. But I got up, and there's like a upstairs. It was a spiral upstairs, and you go. What there, kind of plane was this? I flew, what airline I think, is I think this? It was, I think it was Delta. I think oh, I flew that's Delta. That's the fancy TV plane. I I've only Delta. heard of those things. I've I never flew, seen yeah, those. I flew Delta, and they had the spiral oh. stairs going upstairs. I feel like I was in the movie Soul Plane. I was like, what's up here? Am I about to go to a club? <laughs> like in Soul Plane, you went upstairs, and it was a club upstairs on a plane. I went upstairs, and it was like a bar area, and it had all of the best snacks. It was Ooh. like a child's playground it was so much stuff they have cheese they had cheese they had soda i love cheese that's why i'm not vegan yet because i love cheese and i had i got the the snacks i got the soda i was like i'm drinking soda today my ass you know water is life but i i was drinking soda that day it was free 
It was giving it, was it away. Free. The soul plane plane with stairs on the flight. The soul plane plane. I was like, yep. And I just enjoyed that eight hour flight back to America. Like, mm. in comfort, in luxury. Comfortable. Foo-foo, she, and she. I was the only black woman on in first class for that flight. And see, that's part of the reason just so for petty shit. Just because I want to board before everybody and just be like, yes, bitch, I'm getting on now. Stop looking at me. I'm doing it the yes, right way. Yes, my color my and skin then, is dark like, and I'm yeah. in first oh, class. Oh, yes, I, this is my seat. Because stop looking at me. Yeah. I belong here. Like, literally, I, I sat belong. next to this older white man. And I remember I just went, excuse me, I'm on the inside. And he just went. I'm like, like what are mm. you staring at? Why are you looking at me? Like, there's a little black girl with braces. We get nice things, too. There's a little black girl with braces coming to sit next to me on the plane in first class. Are you sure you're in the right place? Mm. Yes. Text somebody and let them know. There's a black They're girl. infiltrating. There's a black girl with braces next to me. She doesn't She's, belong. She doesn't belong here. I I think so. The receipt says I belong here. The same way you do, The receipt says I belong here. I belong. A question for you. What in your dance experience got it to the point where this is your career? How did you become, not how did you become, but how did dance become your lifestyle? Like, how are you able to experience these, I don't want to say experiences again, but like, how did you get here where you're traveling for dance and um, not even like short term dance, like, you know, that's long term. An and then also question. the difference between, because I feel like you said you were in, you were in school in London, but then you had the gig in LA and then you had the gig in the China. month in China. Yes. So what, tell me about that. What is that process like? Well, I don't know if you remember this, Michelle, but remember we were in Miami walking down oh, so, Ocean Drive. Uh, a friend of ours walked in, Michelle. Yes. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. She's here. So, um, ski wee, my sorrow. Ski wee, ski wee. <laughs> no shade. I'm sorry. sorry. We had a moment. Yeah, no shade. But shade, shade Leave caught and felt. Me. But it's okay. You know, when you do it. First of all, it's for a reason. <laughs> Used to it, but as as you were saying, sis, go for it. <clears throat> Sorry, old ladies, <clears throat> old ladies, first created old ladies. Anyways, who <laughs> so I don't look at though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. No, um, all jokes aside, um, it's so funny because this is AK colors right here too. What sure you doing? Shit. You did that on purpose. Didn't just kind of look at this. Happens. So anywho, so what happened was, um, I was in Miami with my friend Michelle who just walked in and we were walking down ocean drive and I said, Michelle, what am I doing? I want to dance for the rest of my life, but I feel like I don't have a direction. I feel lost. I don't know what I'm doing. I just know that I want to dance. I know I want to travel and I know I want to do this for the rest of my life. And she said, girl, I'm struggling too. I don't, I want to run businesses. I want to run companies. I want to be bosses and stuff, you know, like we were both, she was still dancing at the time too with me. But at that moment, I think she realized she wanted to be behind the scenes and mm. be a boss, which is what she, she manifested exactly what she's doing. And so did I. So I came back to New York after the Miami trip and I had to talk with my boss and I said, I want to go back to school because I think that something is missing with my dance career. And I feel mm. like if I have some knowledge from school, that gives me an advantage to go even further with my dance career. So what had your dance experience been before then? 
gig to gig, little gigs here and there. You know, my I had some big gigs, you know, thanks to Michelle. But um, I was just hustling, get, taking classes and things like that. I didn't really have a career. At the time, I was still training. Got it. I was still training, but I was ready to experience. So I went back to school, and I had a tough year and a half at Adelphi University with I forgot the, you went to Adelphi, Yes, I too. am. Yes, I am an alum. So oh, I had... Oh, well, we'll talk later. Okay. Went tomorrow. There's an event. So. Okay, cool. So um, I was at Adelphi University. Yeah, so only thing... We didn't go to high school together. No, then. we didn't go to high school together. We went we to the went same elementary school. Elementary we school. went to... And then we were at the same dance school for a while. And the alma mater. Same fucking... Yes. Yes. Universe. Yeah. I <laughs> know. So, um, so I was in. I had a tough year at Adelphi University because you know you're a black girl in an all white ballet program. Oh, I know. I'm not a class. size zero. I'm a size six seven. I have ass. I have a body. So I was trying to adjust to the bunhead lifestyle again mm-hmm. that I hadn't been since I was a child. Hey guys. So, um. They had what was called Dance Abroad. So I said, okay. They had dance, yes. They had what was called Dance Abroad. So I said, okay, um, what is this about? I started doing my research. I started doing, I mean, I started going to all the abroad classes. I started doing all of the information I needed to get. Then you I know found what? Out. Let me pause you right there. Big ups to that. Thank you. Can, like, take a minute to kind of pull in that that is a big step because now that you're saying it, I remember sitting in somebody's class mm-hmm. while I was awake. That wasn't long, but I saw something about like study abroad. And I remember like dismissing it because I was like, damn, I probably ain't got the bread for it. And then too, it was a lot. It was I a don't want to fill out no paperwork. So I was just so lazy about the situation. Yeah, I, I busted my ass to get there. And even though, like, I was curious about it, like, I didn't let myself give into that. Like, I didn't allow myself that grace to kind of, like, you got discouraged. experience. Yeah, I immediately and, said and that don't it wasn't get discouraged. for me. And I tell people so, that yeah, because don't be me. Be do Jasmine. not be discouraged when you're about to travel because I know that... Um, when I first found out about it, it was a lot. You had to send in a videotape. You had to Ooh. fill out paperwork. You had to make sure your passport was on point. And I had a pa- again, I've been traveling since I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. But I had to renew my passport. It was just a lot that I had to do. And then I found out that they were coming to scout talent. They actually came from London to America to scout talent. So I went to that audition. That was the day before my birthday. And it's funny because when I auditioned for Adelphi University, that was the day before my birthday. So I was like, I'm going to that audition because if if God is on my side, these things are going to align and I'm going to go to London. So after the audition... They said, you know, they just told us right away, we want you to come to England. Oh, let's get I the paperwork shit. together. But then the paperwork took forever for me to go to London. The paperwork took forever. I mean, when I tell you, I got, I auditioned the day before my birthday. My birthday is January 31st. January Happy 30th. belated. Thank you. Aquarius and Michelle. <laughs> so, um, so it was the day before my birthday. So I just passed too. When was your birthday? Oh, happy belated. Yes, that's my Aquarius sis. <laughs> so, um, stop it, Michelle. So, so um, January 30th was when I got confirmation I was going to London. Then I found out I was getting a scholarship in April. Oh, hello. Free money. Yes, um, so I got a dance scholarship amen. in April. 
But then it did not get confirmed until August. Flight booked and everything. So the paperwork, everything, wow. it just it took so long. And I there was a point where I was saying, is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to happen. So I didn't announce nothing. I was like, I'm not announcing this on social media. I'm not saying anything until the flight is booked and I'm going to London. So when the flight was booked, I was going to London. I finally made the grand announcement that I was going to London to dance abroad. And when I got there... I just fell in love. I got to travel. Like I said, when I didn't have school, I was going to Germany. I was going to France. I was going to um, Italy when I did not have school. So it just made, that's when I realized, I think I was on the plane going to Italy and I was on the phone with my mom and I said, mom, I reached a milestone in my life. And she said, yes, you have. And she her, her only dream was for me to pass her. She mm-hmm. said, I want you to pass what I've accomplished as your mother. I wanted you to get a scholarship. You got to. I wanted you to... Um, she ran at the biggest track meet, I think, when she was a teenager. I performed at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. So she said, I passed her with that. She said, I traveled the country. You traveled the world. So I said, I've reached a milestone, Mom. And I think this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. She said, then keep doing it. So after that, it just kept going. So London happened. It was emotional. It was great. It was amazing. It was emotional. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about my growth. I learned a lot about myself as a person. Let me pause you for a second. What were the differences in dancing abroad versus here? Were Because you know how they can say things like the culture of a corporation or the culture of a... Um, a neighborhood or whatever. Is there a different dance culture over there than there is here? Yeah. What was London, that like? you, when they take creative to the next level, I had a class called Forming Structure mm-hmm. and the teacher said, make up a piece. So I sat back and I watched how everybody made up their pieces. There was one girl who said, everyone stand up. Can y'all go over there? Actually, no, go over there. Actually, no, sit down. Actually, no, everyone go in the closet. Actually, no, can y'all go in the hallway? Actually, no, everyone sit back down. That was her dance piece. And mm-hmm. she just, she made us all coordinate. Okay. And so what, what I learned about London is just Europe they take chances. Things that I, we would look at and be like, that's not, that doesn't make sense. That's not normal. They take to the next level. And then I've gone to some, there's a choreographer named Hoffish. If you watch his shows, he doesn't do anything normal. Everything he does, you kind of probably watch and be like, what the am I looking at? Mm-hmm. But in the artistic form, it was like, wow, you're taking chances. You're being different. You're mm-hmm. doing things that, so when that girl made us move all over the room, we didn't realize we were coordinating foot movement and stuff like that and being together. And then there was another person who, his name was Boron. He made us face the wall and he did movement with his hands and his body. And we had to just listen to it. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't want y'all to see it. I want y'all to hear it. So one thing I learned about people um, abroad is they they do things. We're in a box in America. They're completely outside the box. Interesting. Completely outside the box with their creativity. There was another girl who. Now, were they from London or were they? All over the world. Okay. They were so from London. So do you think it could be London or do you think it could be like where they come from? Just all over the world. Just they were just outside of the outside states. Outside of basically. the states. Got and it. there was Got another me. girl. She just laughed her whole piece. But when she laughed, if you and when I watched her laugh, I noticed she was coordinating her body movement. Hmm. So it was just like things like that. So I was just like, you know, people 
get really creative over here and people really pay money to see these things mm -hmm. and being a dancer in London as a man is not gay like over here if you do ballet you're gay it's so mm -hmm. gay over there in London there's so many ballet boys that are straight out there it's like who cares we're artists this is what we do why is it gay because I, cho I chose this lifestyle it makes me gay but in well, America there's nothing wrong being gay but it's like why am I it's like why am I gay because I choose to dance it's like oh right. you know you're gay if you choose to dance but in Europe it, that don't make sense they look at you like because I chose this career path that has something to do with my sexual orientation like to them that sounds stupid because it is because it is stupid but here in America no, you it's do ballet. Yeah. You're mad gay. Like, what does my career have to do with my sexual orientation? I don't know why. It's like full, like more full circle. Like, I was having that conversation with a coworker mm -hmm. yesterday or today. I was saying I wanted to run track. My mother was like, "Fuck that! You got dance class." So I'm just like, I was saying to you earlier, if you see her, tell her I still hold it against her because Shorty really wanted <laughs> to run track. But I was listening to one of my coworkers say, "Yeah, I wanted to dance also." And I was just like, word, word, my nigga, like, yeah. He was just like, yeah, but my pops wouldn't have been with that shit. Yeah. So it wasn't an option. It's, it's, it's gay. It's not It's not a feminine thing. I had a student who, I'm uh, not a student, a parent told one of my dance, one of my dance students, he was a boy. His name is CG. He was a Nigerian boy. And he was in my dance class. And his mother was like, I don't want my son dancing anymore. He loved mm -hmm. being in my class. He couldn't dance for shit. Mm -hmm. But he was dedicated and determined, like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get it right. But his mother was like, I don't want them to do this. This is not what men do. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm sorry you feel that way. And his, But, you know, CG being an Aquarius man, one thing about us is when we want something, we want something. And we're not showing up until we get it. He told his mother... I want to be in that class. And he didn't shut up until his mother went, all right, I'm going to just bring him back because he ain't going right. to shut up at after home. After a while, until, it's just a doubt. After a while, it's just like, you can't force your child. You can't tell your child this is what you're going to do because this is what I want you to do because they resent you later for mm -hmm. it. You know, not that you resent your mother, but in your mind, you're like, I didn't want to dance. I wanted to run track. But I wanted to dance, but I wanted to do both. You wanted to do both. So, like, you know, why can't sometimes... I be like everybody? Why, right. And or? Why not? So, together? in London... If you want to dance as a man, you're going to dance mm -hmm. and you can make a whole career out of it. And no one judges you based off of it. No one has anything negative to say about you in London. And I like that. I like that there was so many males in my dancing school that were straight, that were masculine as heck, that were they were dope and they were not judged. Mm. Where if it was here in America, they're being judged. I think that one thing about America is... Everything is black or white. Everything's in a box. But look at what our country, look at what this country was built off of. This country was built on hate. This country right. was built on discrimination. This country was built on segregation. So when you're an immigrant and you come into this country, it's just like, you know, like my grandparents, it's just like, this is not how we were raised. Mm -hmm. Like this is, that's black and white shit is not, is not what it is. This is not, it doesn't matter everywhere else in the world, but here everything is just- well, in some places in the world. In some places also, in the world. Well, I think also more around the world is more colorism, which is mm -hmm. inherently same. But I mean, you know what I was, you're a tricky one. I don't know why so many things that you're saying are just like looping back around. Yeah. I was on the train and I am like 20 minutes, maybe 10 at this point minutes away from finishing fucking originals. I'm up to episode Dash 13 right. of season five. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, Nicklaus! 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 Oh, I'm like, oh my God, y'all is really, 
Oh, you're God driving me crazy. It. My heart. I don't know. I'm on the train crying. Mind you, I'm on the you train crying. You finish it. It's about you gonna be pissed off. That's all I'm saying. Oh Ooh. my God! Don't get nothing away, girl. Had a moment. Sorry. Had a moment. Sorry. Hey, Morocco, what you What's up, Yusuf? Exactly. All right. So I had a moment, but Damn it. I was just thinking to myself, oh, I want to look up where in the world are black people welcomed and celebrated and like what countries you know like where have they always been um bend jesus where have they always been <laughs> <Right>. welcome <laughs> and celebrated like all the time like right. not like recently not like the past 20 years 100 years where's it just not been a thing but then i wanted to finish the show so i was just like uh, i'll get back to it because i'm thinking if i were to time travel where would i go yeah like if I were to time travel, but like legit travel and yeah. go someplace else, I definitely wouldn't try and travel here. Fuck that. Hell no. But where the fuck would you go in the world? Like where would like me showing up in my black ass skin as a woman, would I just be like, okay, I can go out, run freely and just have a good free spirit ass fucking time. The and Caribbean, I'm, honestly. I'm thinking I'd have to look more into it. But then where in the Caribbean? Because a lot of Caribbean companies have histories of slavery also. Yeah, they do. Um, well, I know... I know. Do you know what's crazy is when I went to the Bahamas. Shit, Haiti, they got free first. Maybe Haiti. Yeah. It's a shit show there now. When I went to the Bahamas, my experience in the Bahamas, I noticed they love black girls in the Bahamas. Like, love. Like, they were just like, oh. American black black girls were just like from everywhere. From everywhere. They just love black women. They're predominantly black country anyway. In my mind, it's always been a black ass country. Yes, it's a predominantly black country. So I would definitely say the Caribbean. Of course, Trinidad. But see, Trinidad is a tricky one because you have the the coolies coolies, and then you have the blacks. And my grandmother's a coolie Trini. Mm -hmm. My My grandfather is black. So they got married. Oh, my life ended. Why'd that happen? Because time. Like, after a certain, like, it'll end. Okay. Anyways, like I was saying, so my grandmother is um, Cooley and my Mm -hmm. grandfather's black. So there is a separation sometimes. I mean, if you go to Trinidad now, they come together a lot more. Okay. They're together a lot more. But back then, you definitely saw a separation between the coolies and the uh the coolie trainees and the uh black trainees like the afro 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 caribbeans and the coolie yeah. in the in, you know indian caribbean so you know it's crazy because when i like when i found that out because of course when you're growing up you just see at my grandmother clearly looks indian and my grandfather's black i just yeah, didn't <laughs> Nicki Minaj oh and it's Trinidad Carnival today and fuck all you cunts that are in Trinidad right now <laughs> because I hate all you because I'm stuck here in the cold what's up Mr. Bacchanalis speaking of the devil my boy Mr. Bacchanalis it's and my boy Taz my boy my boy Taz upper class is in the building he's Nola. from Jamaica Mr. Bacchanalis is from Trinidad so you understand listen all you in Trinidad right now go it's suck your mother cunts on the, 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 the mic stop hitting the table sorry I'm You're angry. passionate about this. You All it. you in Trinidad, go suck your mother country. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> I should be there. I go every three years. And this is year three. And I, your, I haven't been there year. since 2017. I was supposed to be there this year. But I didn't go. But I'm going to Trinidad in August. Yeah, I'm going to Trinidad. In, I'm going to Trinidad in August. I'm going to Trinidad in August. I just didn't go for... <laughs> Stop it! No, I'm going to Trinidad in August. But I wanted to be there just now. I just was now. supposed to be here so just Indian. now, and I'm not there just now. So 
I am mad. Everybody in Trinidad no right now. I hope it's raining. I hope it's raining. I hope it's... I know you niggas is lying. Like, just no, now, just now. no. You ain't leave the house. Get off my phone. Just now. Like, you know what I mean? That Look, see, Ace is laughing. Ace is from Trinidad, too. Ace already know the vibes. Ace, you feel me? Ace is laughing right now. He's like, yo, he... Because he's from Trinidad, too. He's from San Fernando. So he know. Like, look... We supposed to be in our country right now? Are we here? I would love to be in New Orleans right now. So you want to be in I NOLA? Love, I want to be in Trinidad. Love, okay. Love, love. But where's Frida? Bounce the beat, bounce the beat, bounce. So and the thing is, Trinidad Carnival and Mardi Gras around the same time because they both relate to Ash Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So because in Trinidad, the culture is um, sorry, people in Trinidad. I hope you have a safe travel back to America. Um, sorry, I just I was hating real quick. Um. But like I was saying, in Trinidad, there is a um, there is a division, but it's getting better. Like the uh, the uh, Ace said, big facts. The the coolies and the I don't you know coolie is actually a bad word. So don't, oh, I didn't know the, that coolie is actually coolies is it's, it's kind of like saying the n word or n word or chinky or it's really coolies, okay. coolies learned me a thing. Yeah, coolies is not the best thing to say. But um, well, what what would uh more preferred term being well you say i mean it is coolie but it's just when you hear that word it's just kind of just like it's just one of those sensitive words like um, if i said oh the jew did it it's like yeah it's like ooh, ah, ah, okay yes he's yes, jewish so, or she's jewish and they but are, the um, but it just seems a little harsh when you but say then you it, also have you also have delivery. hispanic trinidadians because if you look at the uh there's san juan there's port of spain mm -hmm. so if you look at a lot of the um if you look at a lot of the places in trinidad they have some hispanic names to them so there's different if you look at Trinis, there's Trinis that look like me. There's Trinis that look like my grandmother. There's Trinidadians have a lot of, and so do Guyana have a lot of just different about, looks. Mm -hmm. Very, very, we, and it's crazy because Trinis and Guyanese, people say we look alike. A lot of times it's just, we have this, a similar situation happening mm -hmm. where it's a lot of different um, versions of us. Right. But um, what I was going to say about the culture is today is Carnival. It's Carnival Tuesday. So Carnival Tuesday is where we wear the the traditional costumes carnival mondays where you mm -hmm. wear what's called monday wear so it's still a costume but it's monday wear it's a little you get on bad you get on bad meaning you wild out it's a bacchanal and you're vibing and stuff carnival tuesday is more of like show okay so you're showy you're showing your costumes you're um you're dancing your way for the big stage, your way to cross the stages. The judges judge you. The best band of the year, of course, gets bragging rights. It's all a competition. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Tribe might win this year. Tribe tends to win every year. That's the band that Nikki's playing on. I think she's on Lost Tribes. So I think that's the band she's on right now. Um, and now, what I learned in Guadalupe, because apparently I've been their to Guadalupe carnival too. season starts yeah, I've like been there New Year's too. Eve or New Year's mm -hmm. Day, and they just do something every weekend until now yes. when they Same. have like their whole Same. Mardi Gras weeks. But the young lady that was my host for the second day, mm -hmm. she was telling me that like different bands will have different themes yep. to their costumes. Yes. There's different weight. Like I had no, I'm American. Yeah. I'm like regular yeah. American. Different bands, Southern different black. themes. And there's like one, there's like three different, I don't want to say tiers, but they're like three different tiers to how they do. Yep. And small, medium, like, large, small you band, have, medium, like, band, you make large your band. own costume. Yeah. And this is what the theme, this is what we're going yep. for. And you make it look as yep. close to it as possible. Yep. Or then you, then you've got the, 
what like the beautifully ornate and like all the flowers and sequins yep. and the thousand dollar costumes yes. and all that kind of stuff. So, so. frontline, midline, backline. Frontline being the best looking costumes is also the most expensive costumes, and you have midline, which is you know between and you have backline, which is more more affordable. More like you make it at home kind of thing. You can, yeah, like more affordable. Okay. Um, but, but front- also that there are themes like political themes, and it's just like this is what's going on they in the have, government right now. Yeah. This is what our cultural climate is and yeah, they have area, a lot of different and themes. this is what we're representing sometimes it's creative the... themes like one one year i think the theme was coming to america so okay. everything was themed off of coming to america another year i think i remember it was the theme was... now that's for the entire carnival or is it just for, just for the, band. the band every band okay. has its own theme every band has its own type of costumes and then you have you you register small medium or large and then mm-hmm. there's a winner for large there's a winner for medium and there's a re- winner for small bands is so there an so, overall winner Sometimes, no, it's, it's small, always yeah. in divisions. It's always okay. in divisions because it, it's not fair if you have um, each band in Trinidad. Unless you're small and you yeah. out doing it somehow. <laughs> I mean, I can think of so that silly. being a thing, but you know. I so mean, each I'm... band in Trinidad has its um, it has its own theme, and you kind of come up with it. So how it starts is you start months in advance. So mm-hmm. they start launching the costumes. I want to say about. Six to four months well before Carnival, they start putting out the deposits. People start paying for money, $100 a month paying up to your costume. Ooh. And then you put on your costume. Let me tell you something. It is... And I, that's a small? That's that's a small band? Small, medium, $100 a month? Sometimes. $100 a month is a small depends. band. <laughs> right. So for me, I'll be I, on the no band. I'll be on the side. I never you look good, girl. You look you good. jump. You're you what we call a jumper. Someone who just goes to the carnival and doesn't really wear a costume, nope. but they jump. But for me, I have no idea what I have never I think I paid a, for a costume one time in my entire carnival experience because I was always either a part of the band. Mm-hmm. I either danced for the band, modeled for the band, or knew the band owner. So I figured out a way to be a part of the team so I didn't have to pay for a costume. Got I, it. And then last year I made my my own costume. The last time I was in Trinidad, I actually made my costume because okay. I knew the band owner. So he was like, Jasmine, just come in and just come up and make your costume. This is the idea of what we're looking like. So I made my own backpack with my feathers. Um, so for, for like, like I said, for Trinidad, it's like a whole thing. So Monday, you wear the Monday wear. You have your backpack with the name of the band. You have your thing for your drinks. And then Tuesday, you wear your costume. And so everything's showy. Then Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. Everyone goes to the beach. Mm. So everyone goes to Maracas. There's a band in Trinidad. I'm not banned. There's a beach in Trinidad called Maracas Beach. You, everyone goes to the beach for Ash Wednesday. Thursday, everybody goes back to work in school. So it's like a not whole thing. Not once did I hear anything churchy in there, you know, kicking off Lent. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's straight, straight, go to the beach. I mean, people probably go to church on Sundays because, you know. Shit, I don't go to church. I'm just saying. You know, I just know that's what. So, um, and then it starts, Carn- and then Carnival starts a month in advance. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of, um, once your Carnival comes up, the festivities begin. And then the week of Carnival, they have Marshall Monday. Question so- for you. What is the cultural significance of Carnival? Slavery freedom. Mm, got it. So, Every country will have it right before they were, they are to celebrate when they were emancipated or freed, if you will. I or think, is it I, I just carnival say, season? Is this carnival seasons? Um, well, no, every season is different. Like Trinidad is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Jamaica is in April. Oh, okay. St. Martin is in April. Bermuda is in June. Barbados is in July, August. Carabana, which is in Canada, is in July, August. Labor Day is obviously I went to Labor that Day. One, yeah, yeah Labor Day like is obviously 12. Labor Day. Man, so I every- fell in love with a little boy. On the, I was just it's a lot of walking, but you don't beautiful. feel it. Hell yeah, I feel 
You don't feel <laughs> We women of a certain age. We ain't with the shits. I'm good. You don't feel it. People are like, they're like, Jasmine, you. And then the thing is, you do it to Carnival. I think Trinidad Carnival starts what, nine in the morning and it's not at night. Then you got to do it the next day. But you don't feel it until it's over. I tell people all the time, if you think Labor Day is bad, then don't leave the country. I've never been to Labor Day. Because Labor Day is a, Labor Day ain't shit. I tell people all the time, Labor Day Carnival, I'd be like, mm. It's over already because I'm used to Trinidad Carnival. A whole 12 hours. A whole 12 hours. You outside. But then even longer because you got to be there and ready and on the road at night. And then once the road party is over, people still outside playing music and partying and 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 then drinking. That don't end. It don't end. A couple jobs ago. Maybe one job. The job before I'm at now. And I remember one of um, the workers telling me that he was going or planning to go to Trinidad fucking carnival. Mm -hmm. And they were telling me about like, we don't drink water. We don't really eat. We just drink, dance. And that's what... Drink, I drink a dance. whole lot of water. They freaking day alive. I'm like, drink water. You better drink water before you pass I out. I am not of that lifestyle. That's I a lot. get tired a lot. very easily. I um like I know my tolerance for partying mm-hmm. is not here. I'm more at a here, and that's the bottom. So I'm like here. Netflix you know what I mean? Chill. There we go. But see, the thing is, I hate part. I hate clubs, but I will go to a fete, which is that means that that's mm-hmm. a party. I will go to a fete or a carnival any day. I hate clubs. So Jasmine, you want to go to the club? I'm like, mm. I don't Jasmine, like there's a fete. Either. There's a fete. You want to go to? Yes, I want to go. Like you know, I don't know what it is. What the hell is it's a party, but what's the difference? What's it's just the music. It's, 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 the Fed is what we is what we call parties in Trinidad. But y'all have different music. Though. Soca, calypso, See? boom. So let me break Soca, this. Soca, calypso, let me, let me, dancehall. Uh... But we, that's what we call parties in Trinidad. We call them Feds. You know, I come, I come to Feds. I come to, you know, I go yeah, to Feds. I know. Fet. I have it's a quiet, uh, yeah. It's so it's just, it's just what we call. It's just what we call a big. It's a big party. So Feds are what me. we call huge parties, like maybe ten thousand people in attendance. <laughs> Huge. Like they have, no. they have insomnia. So they have soca brainwash. That's a huge yeah, fat. They, they have soca right. brainwash. I'm they good. have insomnia. Fat. Twenty ways for things to go wrong. They have insomnia. Fat. Mm-hmm. That starts at ten o'clock at night and ends at ten o'clock in the morning. It don't even feel like it. Nope. They have insomnia. Fat. They have nope. soca brainwash. Light, they have red, red eyes. eyes. They have a and beach. They have duck walk, uh-uh. which is also fuck walk. They have duck walk. See, why do I need to be a part of that? I'm not. Yeah, no, that's duck not walk. Nice. Um, I'm not into you that. know party drinking rum. Exactly, exactly. No, thank you. So it's Ma'am. um. So a, I went a, to Miami Carnival huge... one time, and you went to I Red Eye. There. You went to um, Red Eye. I think we did. I don't know because mm-hmm. I don't like going to large parties. It's, it's not my party. thing, and Ace, I'm American. Look, look at Ace. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm American. Ace knows the vibes. So I'm like, it's with so much thing I can do at one time, and I'm just like. Yeah, I got no trap. Yeah, I got no. I mean, I'll, I'll take some bounce. Well, they, you know, I'll you take know, a couple R and B joints right now. I mean, we just, you know, rest in peace to pop. I'm rest sitting in, now, like, all right, rest well. in peace to pop smoke because my band did play some pop smoke last year for Carnival. They did play Dior because we were in Brooklyn. We were at Labor Day Carnival, and they were like, oh, you know, they did a uh, Dior. Hey. She liked the way I dance. Okay, she liked the way I move. That's the only she liked the way I rock. She liked the way I move. Gotta make a clap for a nigga. Yeah, so they played Dior, which was Pop Smoke, just to switch it up a little bit, but then they went right back into From Them I Bond and I Cheat I know that song from yeah. high school. Shit. There's that fire. Make me bond. <laughs> <laughs> Start telling me to jump. 
Right, and I'm like, oh, you talking about Rupee? You talking about Rupee? You make me wanna. Oh, I like that one. Jump, jump around the place. I want to, and Rupee's from Barbados. The catch is, I can do it for maybe an hour. That's all I got in me. Michelle's like, I got already turned. I got to already jump and go to my bed. She's like, yeah. Once, like, if you're with good company, the music is good. I'm good for like an hour. But after a while, it's like, it's just, it's too much of one thing. Any one thing for too long just gets very yeah. exhausting If you're not of the culture, and, yeah, I will not. say, if you're so not of the culture or you don't love the culture, I always tell people that a fet is not for you. I have my boys. Yeah. They're called the Wolfpack ENT, and they throw fets. Like I don't want to be involved. Yeah, they throw. They throw Fets. They throw. They're actually about to throw a Fet March twenty first. It's called um, Fet Lag. It's called Fet Lag, which is the after Cute carnival. Word. Okay. Fet Lag, because yeah, it's jet lag after carnival. Because so um, they have Fet Lag, and that party's maybe about four hours, but it's nonstop vibes. They just had a New Year's Eve it's party. Only four hours. Yeah, it's only they, they, because that's that's the time that. How they much have. they want for that four hours? It depends. I don't. I don't. I don't pay for their parties either. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's but a good I'm answer. like, let them like, but say they like have $85 or something. But it's usually, if it's $85, it's all-inclusive. Unlimited drinks, unlimited food. So if it's $85, it's all-inclusive. They're pretty fair. fair. And um, they had New Year's Eve. They had, uh, it was basically a fed, but everybody came in their New Year's Eve outfits looking amazing. Oh, it's it cute. Vibes, vibes galore. So it's nothing but, ju- like I said, if you're not into that type of stuff, yeah, no. those are, the parties are not for you because you're going to be aggravated over it, annoyed. That was me. That was me the whole time. Oh, my God, I want to go. go home. I'm not here for this. So you have to enjoy that. See, I grew up on Soka. My mom raised me on, girl, you ain't nothing but a teaser. If you're Caribbean, you know that song, a dirty, dirty teaser. Like, I grew up on um, I Love to Party, like Byron Lee. I grew up on the Dragonflies. I grew up on all that. I grew up on my show. that's how I feel about like Teddy Pendergrass and like <laughs> uh, see but I grew Ella up Fitzgerald on that too and, we grew up, I grew up on know, that too I grew up on my mom put me on to Steely Dan music. Boney James Anita yeah. Baker yeah I grew up on that we too we were at CD 101.9 in oh, the car smooth jazz <laughs> we listen to nothing my parents only we're not leaving to CD the party done uh, CD 101.9 right. and my grandparents were um, either Kiss 98.7 Kiss FM. FM. We either listen to that or 107.5 WBLS. Those that were voice, the that, that voice. My grandparents. So we got like the good, good music with my grandparents, but then we got like the okay music with my parents. Yeah, so no, I was always I, that kid yeah. behind when it was yeah. like, oh, you heard the new? I'm like, I need a baker. Yeah. No. Oh. Oh. No. Okay. I mean, I grew oh, up. I grew Bony up James. Bony James. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. We're nine. Yeah. Nobody likes Bony James. No. 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 Okay. okay. Cool. Go. Right. <laughs> but it ain't really cool to talk about it at the fucking lunch table. You know what I mean? They're just so like what? Caught up in the rapture. And they just be like, oh. <laughs> Uno, bitch. Caught up in the rapture. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> no, but I mean, I grew up on that too. My mother's very eclectic, so she put me onto everything. But I think what stuck with me was just always soaking. Once my mom's the thing with my mom is she'll play everything. But once the soca starts, I remember one time I was trying to study for a final, and she did not stop playing it. It was three in the morning, and I was like, she just going. I was like, my mother's still. Go- oh my god! I was like texting my friend like. My mom's still okay. She's on what year is this? She's on Soka 2001. We almost done. Right. We almost done. 
<laughs> we, almost, we almost done. Track list almost over. You know, then she's follow my ding, 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 which everybody should know. You know that song, follow my ding. Allison Hines, Faluma. That's like one of the most popular soca songs. If you're American, you you know. I'm Faluma. certain I've heard it before. Yeah, follow I mean, my I've, ding, ding, ding. College was fun. Come on, so that's a popular soca song. You know, Jump is a popular soca song. Tempted to Touch is a popular mm-hmm. soca song. So if you're American, there's soca songs that you would absolutely, know. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you know, Palance, Palance, yes. Palance. Yes. Palaz. You know, so there's certain songs that you would know, even if you're not of the culture. But if you are, again, I stress this. If you do not like to jump and whine for four or five hours, do not go to a FET. Yes, Jessica, my mom has a lot of energy. Do not go to a FET. Another question for you. The dancing just seems so sexual. Like, I feel like I just... We don't judge... But we, the thing is, people ask too, like y'all dance like sluts and y'all dress like. I wouldn't say sluts, but no, I mean, people say it's just very, people Oh yeah, I could. I'm I'm definitely not people a slut shamer, but I'm just like it's slut shamed like, our culture. Um, you basically fucking for us. For us. For us is um. I think for us is we're not judging. It feels good. It feels like winding your waist, moving your waist, just like it just it feels good. Like for me, I mean, pers- I won't say you don't. <laughs> it, it feels but, good. But. So I think it's just for me, for me, do, is it, is it now? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Has it gone overboard? Absolutely. I think that, and I'm going to just say this shit, look at him. It has it gone overboard? Absolutely. If you look at real Caribbean women, a lot of times, if you like Royal G and Hail Me, like the known Caribbean dancers, they will not dance on a dude. It's get off me. I'm going to dance by myself. And mm-hmm. I'm like that too. Now, I used to dance with guys, but now if I'm going to a fet, I just want to dance by myself. If I dance with a guy, it's because I'm really vibing with him. But right. once you start to get all ridiculous and touching me and grabbing, nah, you're not dancing with me no more. So, yes, it is. It is sexual. It is very comfortable. It is very, but it has gotten overboard. I will say that, especially with Jamaican men. Y'all dagger me one more motherfucking time. Stop daggering me. Y'all dagger me one more time. I'm like this daggering. This dagger, 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 dagger. And they so have cool. like the whole like YouTube video. Like it's just like a thing. And a, yeah, another well, thing. Well, dagger came from. There's a song called Raga. There's an old school Caribbean song called Raga, 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 Raga. I feel like I feel heard it. that one. So yeah, you know. And then of course RDX, a Jamaican group, decides to come out with Daga, 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 Daga. So a daggering is when you take a girl yeah. and you just mm-hmm. you know what it Familiar. is. So it's Daga, Daga. It's I don't same, like being touched it's by the strangers. Same so. people who sing Ben over, Ben over, Ben over, okay. gal. I like that one. Back way, put you in it, in it, in it, in it. Oh, I didn't know that's what they were saying. Yes. Ben over, been over, been over, gal. Ben over, been over, been over, turn. Back way, I didn't know that was what. So they're saying, let me see you push it in her, in her, in her, in her, in her, in her, in her. In her, okay. In her, in her, in her. I get it. You can move on. Five cent, ten cent, dog her. So that's what they're saying. That's why. That's why when you see the guys doing that part. Mm That's what they're saying. Let me see you push it in it, in it, in it, in it. That's why they do that. So when that song used to come out, I used to be like, time to go get a drink, bathroom break, you know, that kind of thing. And then there was songs where it was a dope vibe. Like if Shaba Rings came on, Mr. Lover Man or something like that, you just want to whine. Or Flex came on, you just want to whine. Right. Feel good. You Even have Americans some, do. Some, you have but some. But I feel like a lot of, the difference in But see, that's Jamaican songs. men. 
Trini, the thing with Jamaican men is Jamaican men are just no disrespect, but y'all Jamaican men at a party. If y'all are not in a in a group and and doing the the um the dances, y'all are daggering the heck out of some woman. And it's like we don't always want to be daggered. Can we whine? I feel like the difference in a lot of things, just in terms of like the music, is that at least in my experience, I didn't taken any of my music until I was probably like junior high and I was having fuck this conversation yesterday I was um we were talking about uh like 90s music okay early 2000s music and that's when I know that junior high so 97 to like 99 for Mm -hmm. me was very very instrumental in me really getting my footing with the type of music that I liked right versus the type of music that I was being exposed to so since I didn't travel as a kid, the only music that I was really getting exposed to was what I was watching on MTV. Yeah. Um, I don't even think VH1 was a thing at that point. But I, it was just basically MTV, it, like The Box, um, you know, little oh, shit geez. like that. Yeah. So for, in my experience, I'm familiar with some of the songs that you were saying because I remember watching some of the videos on MTV and shit like that. Right, right, exactly. But... To wrap this up, what would you say one of the greatest take-home experiences you would be that you have had because of dancing abroad, whether it be school, a gig, or just an opportunity that you had come along while you were traveling? Wow. Oh, so much. Um, I have to narrow that down understanding and respecting people's differences. Uh, that will be what I, because every country, every country has its own rules, its own way of doing things. So I would say respecting people's differences, understanding people's differences, understanding that my way is not always the right way. The way I mm. brought up is not always, may, is not may not be the way you do it. Like, for example, um, in Guyana, there's a joke Guyana say chicken curry. And everywhere else in the Caribbean, we say curry Curry chicken. chicken. So it's it's like like rice and beans versus peas and rice. Peas and rice. Trinidad, we say peas and rice. Jamaicans, I had an argument with one of my Jamaican friends the other day. It's more rice, not beans. I had an argument with my Jamaican friend the other day because I said, can I have some peas and rice? It's rice and beans. And I went, you know what I'm talking about, though. No. I was like, I was like, he's like, it's it's rice and beans. I went, it's peas and rice. Leave me alone. Country motherfuckers call it peas and rice. My nana always called it peas and rice, so that's like what I've been calling it. Peas and rice. So it just... You know what I'm talking about, right? But same, thing with chicken, same thing with curry chicken. Some and then people I still say, sauce on it. Appreciate yeah, it. <laughs> some people say chicken curry. Some people say curry chicken. It's the same thing. There's a there's a um Spanish line in Guyana. They call it guinup. In Trinidad, we call it shinit. In some other countries, they call it Spanish lime. So there's that specific fruit has a different name depending on yeah. where you're from. Yeah, yeah. I learned that yeah, from traveling. You, you, you know yeah. about ginups, right? Ginups no. and ginups shinet. I didn't learn yet. So Spanish <laughs> lime, in Trinidad, we call it shinet. And and I think Guyanese call it, Guyanese call it ginup. I don't know what they call it in Jamaica, but they serve it. They sell it in every single Caribbean country, but it's a different name Got it. depending on what the country that you're in. So, you know, you just learn different versions of mm-hmm. everything. So 
what I would say is traveling teaches you to respect people's differences. It teaches you to be more open-minded when you don't travel as much. I don't want to use the word ignorant, but you're more ignorant when you don't understand other people's cultures. I feel like, and I tell people all the time, you need to travel because it'll make you less ignorant. Mm -hmm. It'll make you more exposed. It'll make you more open-minded when you don't get out of your box. All you know is your box. So anytime someone enters your box and they're different, you call them all sorts of names and it's like, you can't do that. You don't know where they come from. So it's I like the that. Americans that say speak English while you're here. It's just like, bruh. But you look at the English signs. Americans don't speak when you go proper everywhere. English. England, British people speak proper English because. Except for the ones that, the, the, um, the ones on TV. Like when you watch, um, um, what, like, oh, shit, what was the show that I was watching? The one that everybody kept trying to make me keep watching. I think I started. The one, you know, the show I'm talking about. One of y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Some somebody knows Describe what I'm talking about. Shit. Describe the show. Um, yeah, that would help, right? Yeah. The one is um, it was two seasons. Drake was involved in it. Degrassi. Nope. Um, it's done over there and in Canada. Okay. No, in London. Oh, in London. And too. there are, are like two seasons, or it's multiple seasons, but Netflix or Hulu, whatever company has it okay. didn't have the first season or like something like that they're like oh just watch it anyway you could jump in from where you are kind of thing it was just like what but no, it's Degrassi's just like this- in Canada the grassy was he's just involved in it I think in terms of the production or something okay. like that okay. he's not yeah an actor or anything but it's just the like neither here nor there inconsequential where can the people find you? Where can they keep up with your travels and your dancing? <laughs> um, Jasmine Noir, Jasmine, J-S-M-I-N-E, because that's the only way to spell it. Sorry. J-S-M-I-N-E dot N-O-I-R underscore. You can also follow my brand Petals of Noir, which is also linked on my page, Petals of Noir, where you can find... Um, me as well and the things that I do, the things that I book and just, you know, I always drop what's called a pedal of the day. Usually oh, sometimes something motivational that I like to drop. Sometimes it's petty. Sometimes I'll drop a petty pedal. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like petty pedal of the day, you know, drink water so your face don't break out. Something like that. Right, right. It's still a pedal, but it's a petty pedal. <laughs> so I have petty pedals and I have my pedals of the day. So if you um follow me on those two, you can see where I'm going and, uh, I will say this. I will be traveling out the country very soon. I won't be telling you where. But stay tuned to find out what country I visit next. It'll be a brand new country I have not been to yet. So I'm excited to stamp that passport. Thank you for coming, my dear. Appreciate you. you. And thank you, Michelle, for stopping by. We're going to shop it up I should have said it to that camera. I looked at my live. I should have looked up there. I'm so sorry. Don't worry about it. Most people would listen to it anyway. Oh, okay, cool. So we're good? 14 years from now. Not 14 years from now, but like in the future, you'll be fine. All right, y'all. So thanks for listening to another episode of Traveling Shit. Um, Listen again next week. Appreciate y'all. Bye. Bye.